0: Hey, welcome to Progressions, Success in the Music Industry. I'm your host, Travis Ferentz, and this is episode number 52. Fifty-two. Fifty-two weeks, fifty-two episodes. It's crazy. About a year and a half ago, I decided to start a podcast, and I committed to doing it for a year, and now here we are. It's a bit nuts, it's a bit overwhelming, I'm super excited to be here. So this week's episode is obviously going to be a little bit different. There's no guest this week. Y'all are stuck with just me, Sorry. But don't worry, I'm not going to go on and on for an hour. At least, I don't think so. I haven't timed this thing out, but I I don't think it's an hour. But hey, we'll find out, right? So there are three things I want to cover today. First off, thank yous. Thanks to everybody for listening, for sharing, for leaving reviews, and for supporting the show. It's honestly a bit mind-blowing to me that I would be making something and people I don't know all over the world would be taking time out of their day to listen to it. I think we actually have listeners on every continent except for Antarctica. I don't even know if that's possible. So if anybody happens to go down there, can you just spin an episode for me and do me a favor and give me a play down in Antarctica? And now for the guests. Thanks to all of you for coming on the show and taking time out of your busy lives to hang out with me, especially the people that came on early before there were even episodes for you to hear. And thanks to those that had to deal with being some of my first interviews and all the mid-sentence blackouts and bumbling around that went along with all that. Our listeners will never know exactly how much I edited myself in those early days, but you and I will. We'll always have that bond. Okay, so now that we have the thank yous covered, the second thing I want to get into is what I've learned after one year of podcasting. And then the third and final thing that I want to do is I want to talk about what's going to change for progressions as we head into year two, or dare we call it season two. Okay, so let's get into it. What I learned after a year of podcasting. Well, I learned a lot. A lot more than y'all want to hear about, that's for sure. It's actually crazy to think about all the things I've learned. But don't worry, I'm only going to give you a few, and they're the ones that I think are most likely to help you on your career and journey. And I'm saving the big one for last, so don't get bored and leave. First off, I've learned about the power of a great community and a network. I started this podcast in the midst of the pandemic. As we all know, people were isolated. My way of dealing with that was to go to the internet and to embrace using it in a way that I'd never used it before, to communicate with people I don't know. This podcast would be nowhere without that community of people that I've met. Whether it's organized places like the Complete Producer Network or random stuff like Instagram messages, I've drawn so much inspiration and learned so much from people all over the world. And sharing my knowledge with people has become just as energizing as learning new tricks and discovering new music. See, community is a two-way street. Everybody supporting everybody. And I didn't start this internet friend-making adventure just to boost the podcast. I was on this road before the podcast was even an idea. But being actively engaged in participating in these communities and then launching the podcast, I saw the power of community. There was so much support from so many people. I got so much encouraging feedback, as well as plenty of much-needed constructive feedback, let's be honest. And people were sharing it from day one. Everybody in those communities gave the show a chance, and I'll forever be grateful for all of those early listeners, particularly all my Complete Producer Network friends. I also realized how big my network of people in Los Angeles was. I've been here for 15 years, and I knew that I'd met a lot of great people, but I'd never been in a situation where I tried to tap into so many of those people in such a short amount of time. Now, I'm lucky enough to have been directly connected with or only one person removed from almost all of the amazing guests that have come on this show so far. And I'm also lucky enough to have built a network of the kind of people who were supportive of an idea like Progressions and ready and willing to help out by coming on the show. So where's the lesson in all this? The lesson is something that has come up on many episodes of this show. I think it was most clearly stated by my guest Matt Boudreau from episode 48 when he said, quote, relationships matter. See, you can't build a career in music without your network and your community. You've got to be out there in the world, living in the community of creators that you want to be a part of. Your peers should want to support you as much as they want to be supported by you. Everybody wins when a community comes together to raise everybody up and help everybody succeed. The second thing I learned, or I guess I should say was reminded of, is the power of compounding growth. I've preached about how compounding growth is the secret to your career in so many episodes on this show. It's those little advancements and small daily improvements that add up to make a big change. Remember the concept that getting 1% better every day will make you 37 times better over the course of a year. So when you're growing something from the ground up, it can feel like it's moving at a sluggish pace. Remember, people don't wake up and become someone like Billie Eilish or Dr. Dre. Super successful people have spent years putting in the work getting just a little bit better, winning over just one or two more fans every day. Compounding growth will ultimately lead to an exponential growth curve. We all know what that looks like. It's a very slow rise. It feels almost stagnant at times. But one day, boom, all of a sudden you're playing arenas or you've become an in-demand writer or producer with no days off in your calendar and managers beating the door down. But you won't realize that you're there at first and to the people around you, it will look like it happened overnight. It's that moment when the growth curve turns vertical. That's when the average person is introduced to a super successful person for the first time. That's when the world looks on in awe, and they're wondering, how could that person be so successful and so talented? What the world didn't see is what went into that moment. They didn't see the 1% better every day for 10 years or however long it took. Okay, so now that we've got all that out there, let's get real here. My podcast is not on that vertical growth slope, (laughs) but... I have seen an upward trend for a full year, and not every month is better than the last. Some months go down, and I've had those same feelings that you've had probably at some point, like this isn't working or nobody's listening, but I've pushed through those stagnant periods, and I've personally experienced that perseverance will lead you to hit growth again. I've seen firsthand that every time you get frustrated with your progress in whatever you're doing you're probably very close to hitting a big gain or a milestone of some sort. Just keep going. Keep pushing. So the second lesson is that compound growth works. Now, my podcast downloads might not be 37 times better on day 365 than they were on day one, but I definitely think that I'm 37 times the podcaster and, dare I say, entrepreneur than I was on day one. So if you put in the work, you will improve. You've all experienced it in one way or another in your life so far. Don't forget it. It will come into play in your career. So the next one. The next one is pretty quick and pretty straightforward. I've also already dedicated an entire episode intro to this one already. But after doing this podcast for a year, I can say with full confidence that every time you put yourself out there, it's easier than the time before. The first time you do something, it will be the scariest and the hardest, and every time after, it's easier And easier. Whether it's your music, your production, your mixes, or your podcast, every time you push yourself outside your comfort zone, you will grow. And when you put yourself out there in the world, you will receive feedback, positive or negative, but that's what you need to get better. Here's an example from my journey that's kind of funny. My first couple episodes, I would write my intros, and then I would read them down in takes on different playlists and Pro Tools, and then I comp them, listening to each line of all three or four takes, just like I would a vocal. And I obsessed over how I read everything. I'm not even going to tell you how long it took. It's absolutely ridiculous. You can imagine how long it took. Now, I can read these down almost in their entirety. And if I stumble over a phrase or an ad lib or something like that, I just pick it up and I continue on from there. And it's definitely not because I can read or speak better now than I could a year ago. That's all the same. But it's because I'm more comfortable with what I say and how I say it. And that comes from doing it every week for a year. When I started this show, I was so far outside my comfort zone, it's unbelievable I was even able to interview a guest. But over time, that uncomfortable area has become second nature, almost. And everything about this show has become easier and easier. And that's what you need to find in your career. You've got to lean into the uncomfortable stuff and make that your new norm. If you're afraid to release music, then you need to start releasing music because that's how you'll grow. If you're afraid to play someone your beats, then you need to start playing someone your beats because that's how you'll grow. So try that sentence out for yourself. I'm afraid to blank, so I will do blank. Those blanks are supposed to be the same thing. And that's how you will ultimately end up growing. So next up on the list, something that I've struggled with, and I think most other people have as well, it's personal accountability. Now, obviously, it's way easier for people to be held accountable by someone or something than it is for them to make themselves accountable. That's what we're all looking for, right? You want the teacher to tell you to do your homework or the boss to tell you to do your work. So after a year of releasing a weekly podcast, I can 100% confirm that is true. It is much easier to deliver an episode every Wednesday because I know you all are waiting to listen and I refuse to let you down. Sure, I could have missed a week or I could have missed my self-imposed release date and time, but to me, that's unthinkable. I'm not that kind of person. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably not that kind of person either. Hitting deadlines and delivery dates is probably commonplace in your world like it is in mine. So that's all old news. We all know that when you're accountable to others, you're more likely to follow through because it will affect what people think about you. But you've got to find a way to hold yourself accountable. You can't expect other people to be there just so you can accomplish your goals. You've got to be able to make that happen on your own. And this is the unexpected thing I learned over the last year. Writing the intros to this show has helped me become more accountable to myself. Every week, I have to sit down and write something that I think will help other people grow and become more successful, something that will help your career. And to do that, I have to turn inward and look at myself. I have to ask myself, what's working for me? What isn't working for me? What do I need to be better at? Am I in the path I want to be on? Am I doing the stuff I'm telling people will work? And is it working? Writing the intros to the show has become a weekly reminder to practice what I preach. Every week, I have to kick my own ass a little bit and say, are you really going to tell someone to do that if you aren't doing it? And on top of that, it's also become an opportunity to reflect on my situation and my path. These are things that I never did regularly. Sure, I did it sometimes, like everybody does, but not regularly enough to be able to course correct an issue or to take advantage of something that's working. So this has been a really great, but yet unexpected perk to doing the show. It's put me in a position to be continually growing because I'm constantly keeping these ideas top of mind. And that's what I encourage you to try to do as well. Find a way to keep these ideas and concepts top of mind. And now, for the final thing I took away from my first year in podcasting. And maybe this one's old news to you, but to me, it was the single most important thing I learned. And it's not what I set out to do. Doing this podcast is the first time I've ever fully committed to myself. I set a goal and a target and I kept them a priority. And the result is that I have completed what I set out to do release an episode of a podcast every week for a full year. Look, I've had a lot of ideas over the past 10 years. I've talked a big talk about this big idea or that big idea. I've half started a dozen ideas. I've brainstormed for hours and then left the notepad on the table and walked away. This is the first time I think ever. In my life, that I've set a big goal, one that is just outside what I know is easily attainable, and then fully committed myself to accomplishing it, and then to hit that goal. Let me tell you how that feels. That makes you feel unstoppable. My only thought now is, what's next? Because now I've seen the power of committing to yourself. I know it's possible to hit something that is outside the obviously attainable. And like I said a second ago, maybe this is old news for you and that you set and crush big goals all the time and I applaud you because it's not easy. Releasing this podcast weekly for a year was not easy. There were ups and downs, there was stress, there were plenty of distractions and gigs that came up that I could have used as an excuse to miss an episode. And I'll be honest, it was not easy to not use those excuses. But now that I'm out the other side, I understand why you see some people that seem to always win. They always hit some crazy goal, they start a business and sell it, then they start another one and sell that, or whatever it is. It's because they did it the first time. Like I said a couple minutes ago, the more time you spend outside your comfort zone, the more comfortable that space becomes. So the more you push yourself to do the hard stuff, the stuff that you doubt you can do a little bit, and that the people around you doubt you can do a little bit more, or wonder why you'd even bother, every time you do that stuff, it gets easier and easier. I think most people are dreamers and talkers. You've got to have dreams and aspirations, but I think most people leave them at that because they don't know how to commit themselves to going outside what they think is doable. They don't want to take a chance at failure or embarrassment. They'd rather let that dream be something amazing and exciting to think about instead of it being something that they can live in and think, awesome, what's next? So, I say all that like I'm the greatest thing that ever lived all because I started a podcast, but that's obviously, that's not it. My dreams and ambitions have never had a podcast in them. Maybe they do now, but I say all this because doing this podcast has been the one thing that has finally shown me how to achieve my dreams and ambitions. I've been on this journey of redefining success and trying to live with a growth mindset for several years now. And it's a crazy journey for anybody that's on it. You hit a lot of walls. So I've tried to find things that work for me and tried to figure out how I can apply them to my career and my life. And this podcast was just a step in that process. Releasing this podcast for a year has taught me what it takes to commit. It's proven to me that I can push past the urge to quit and that I can go outside of my comfort zone and I can thrive there and that I can keep my eyes on the long game and not be concerned with the immediate results, which are not always going to be encouraging. So yes, I set out on this project because I wanted to share what I've learned with people because I think these are things that have improved my life and the way I relate to my career. And yes, of course, I thoroughly enjoy hanging out with new people on the podcast. But after doing this show for a year, I've learned that what Progressions really was, even though I didn't know it when I started, what it really was was me learning how to commit to pushing past my own boundaries and to feel comfortable saying, awesome, what's next? If you're enjoying this episode, then please consider pulling your phone out tapping that share button and sending this to one person that you think would enjoy it. Obviously, it would be huge for me, but it could be even more game-changing for that person. You just never know what can inspire or help someone else out. I want to take a second to tell you about Secret Sonics, a podcast by Ben Wallach and Carl Bonner. Secret Sonics is one of my favorite shows, and it's now double amazing with the addition of Carl Bonner as a co-host. Ben and Carl have teamed up to discuss the real-world trials and triumphs of music production. They cover it all from mixing and studio tricks to branding and mindsets. If you're a fan of progressions, you'll be a fan of Secret Sonics. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts or hit the link in the show notes. And so that's what I really want you to take away from this episode. If you haven't experienced this already, and maybe you have, you have to go out and find the thing that is outside what you think is possible and commit to doing it. You've got to do it the first time. And then you can go do it the second time, and the third time, and the fourth time. Why? Because you know it's possible, and you know how to do it. Okay, so on to the third and final part of this episode. What is going to change in year two of progressions? The good news. Progressions will continue. I know many people have asked if I'd continue past my one-year goal, and I will be doing that. Ending it was never really in the cards. So on to the most notable change the show will no longer be a weekly show. New episodes will release every two weeks, starting in November, and this was a hard decision to make. I spoke with a lot of people about this, and I really thought hard about it. I know that there's a lot of new listeners out there that have come on board in the last month or so, and I definitely have a fear that it may be harder to keep new people engaged with less content, but there is a year's worth of episodes available. There's a lot to explore if you're a new listener. And to my longtime audience, I know a lot of you are current from week to week. So I apologize for this change. I hope that you'll understand my reasons. And so then what are my reasons? The main and key reason for this change is that doing this show weekly takes a lot of time. And time is something that is going to become very difficult for me to manage starting early next year. As some of you may know, and some of you may not, my wife and I are expecting our first child. And so obviously I will have a brand new top priority in my life and that will require my full commitment. I also have no idea what I'm in for. (laughs) We're sailing into uncharted territory here. So in an effort to be able to be the best father I can be and still deliver you the best episodes I can and still do my job as a mixer to the best of my abilities, I've decided to make the show bi-weekly. Another reason for moving to bi-weekly is because I feel there is a place for the same type of information on YouTube and I'd like to explore that space, and to do so will require a time allotment. So that is another reason that I'm going bi-weekly. So will this change be permanent? I don't know. I may return to weekly in year three. I may get months ahead on year two and return to weekly once I return to work after my paternity leave. Only time will tell for that. Okay, so on to the stuff you want to hear. What's the good stuff that's changing, right? Well, like I said, You're going to hopefully see some type of YouTube component to Progressions. I hope that when I get that out and launched, you'll be interested in checking it out. You're also going to see bonus episodes. There'll be non-interview episodes about topics that you might find helpful, uh, as well as recap episodes of big takeaways from some of the recent interviews. So it will be a bi-weekly show, but there will be other episodes dropping. There will be more, more stuff coming out. Also, I'd like to use this small platform that I've built to try to highlight the issues with credits in the music industry. And to summarize, credits are a disaster, right? So being credited and being able to find credits is extremely important for up-and-comers and and anybody who's trying to grow their career. I think this concept goes hand-in-hand with the idea of progressions. So in an effort to bring attention and potentially, hopefully, some change to that space, I'll be having what I'm going to call the credit initiative, for lack of a better name. There will be a short bonus episode that goes into depth on this coming out very soon, so please, please give that a listen when it comes out. It's something I'm very excited about. You're also going to hear a slightly new format to the show. Nothing drastic, just a few changes to up the, quote, production value. The show will be, for the most part, exactly what you've been listening to. Along with those format changes, you'll probably hear more ads, more calls to action, and you'll probably see some affiliate-style partners. These are not meant to be in any way pushy or to get rich quick, but the reality of it is that there are operating costs to running a podcast, like any business, and I would like to reach a point where I'm able to expand and bring on an editor, and those things will require partners and some degree of revenue. I do promise to only partner with people and companies I think bring value to you and that do things that I believe in. So you're not going to be getting like a sunblock ad or something, although I do use and, and uh, encourage the use of sunblock, but you're not getting anything random like that. It's only going to be applicable to you, our listeners. And so finally, before we go, I hinted at it earlier. I will be taking the month of October off of releasing new episodes. There will be episodes released, though. Don't worry. For one, you will have the credit initiative bonus episode coming very soon. And there are a few past episodes that I've really enjoyed that I'm going to repost and highlight for some of our newer listeners. And there is potential for new intros to be attached to those episodes, so definitely keep them on your radar when they come out. Even if you've heard them, check them out, see if I change the intro. I'll I'll let you know if I do. And so that's it. That's a wrap on year one of progression, success in the music industry. Thank you so much for all of your support. Like I said at the end of every episode, I am truly grateful that you would take time out of your day to listen to my show. Year two is all about growth for me. So I do ask you to consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing the show with a friend or on your socials. Just call it a progression's birthday gift. Word of mouth is how we've all built this show because we have built this show together, you and I, to where it is today. And it will continue to be the best way to grow it. So please tell people about it. And if you are interested in supporting the show via Patreon, I do have that set up now. Thanks to all of you who have already started supporting me there. I will be finding some type of tier and benefit to add into that this coming year. So look for that. And I want to hear from all of you as well. If you have guest suggestions or you want to connect, feel free to reach out on socials. Instagram's the best one for me. Or via email at progressionspod at gmail.com. Progressionspod, same as the social accounts. And I'm also going to be getting a guest suggestion form set up on the website at some point. So you'll be able to just go there, drop a name in there, and I'll try to get that person on the show. So. I'll see y'all in November for the start of year two of progressions success in the music industry.